welcome to Boom Tequila. I'm Jody, And I'm Erin. Today, we are talking about a really exciting subject. I don't know if any of you have heard of the book The Game by Neil Strauss, but when I tell you... It's crazy. It's so crazy. So anyways, we're going to be talking about this book that is all about the art of pickup or pickup artists and this underground world of how people pick up and seduce women, basically. And we'll get into it here in a little bit. But yeah, that's the topic. And then we're going to go into music and dish fish at the end. All right, this book. It's called The Game. It's written by Neil Strauss, and he was a journalist who went undercover as a pickup artist to kind of engross himself into this culture of dudes that basically make a profession, actually, and a lifestyle, and it's like this whole thing out of figuring out how to seduce women the best, and they have all these secrets and all of these scripts and things, and so we're going to talk about some of the things that stood out to me from the book, Uh, some of the actually good advice they give as well as some of the like what I think is terrible advice. So for me, this wasn't crazy shocking because I studied communication. Some things that like when it comes to persuasion and, you know, things like this that I was maybe aware of, if you haven't been very familiar with that and you read this book, just know that it could potentially be a little upsetting. I don't know. That was not read this book before I read it. (laughs) I have not read this, but just from the little bit that you've kind of told me about it, I, I really want to read it. Oh, it's so good. Literally. And I'm not going to talk about this stuff on the podcast just because we don't have time to go into all of it. But he talks about interactions with Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, Courtney Love. There's a whole thing about some of the stuff that his conversations and things with Courtney Love then gives you some insight. I don't know. It's- That's crazy. I, I cannot wait to read it. All right. So the book opens up with they're talking about this pickup artist named Mystery. He's kind of the leader. And they all have these weird names, too. Like, that's one of the things they never use their real names. So I don't remember what mystery's real name was, but, or if it even said, but they call it mystery. And so everybody has these fake nicknames, basically. It reminds me of those love shows, like Flavor Flav, when they're like, you're pumpkin, you're danger. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And Rock of Love. I loved those. Those are the shows that make me miss cable. I don't even know if those kind are on anymore, but that's what makes me miss cable is those terrible, raunchy dating shows. The Rock of Love. My favorite one. This wasn't my favorite show by any means, but I, this scene was my favorite on Ray J, whatever that one was. I don't even remember what the show was called, but it was one where everyone was fighting for Ray J's affections. (laughs) That's the one I don't think I saw. There was this girl and her name was Danger. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I don't remember the context, but they're around a circle, Ray J and all of his buddies. Tom Green is there. And Tom Green starts going off and he's like, They find out that this danger girl hooked up with one of their friends. So Tom Green starts, he's just like, oh, boom, (laughs) danger. (laughs) She, she smashed a homie danger. And then they all start chanting around the table, but like Tom Green's like the leader of it. And they're all like danger. She smashed a homie. It's so bad. And I've always, to this day, I've wondered, like, does Tom Green just really hang out with Ray J? Because he seemed so out of place in that group. I had the biggest crush on Tom Green in high school. I just thought, (laughs) I know he's so gross. I have the weirdest taste, but I just thought he was so hot. At least it wasn't Carrot Top. (laughs) (laughs) We knew someone that had the biggest crush on Carrot Top and I, I will never understand. I'll never understand. I know he got buff now, but he honestly is like 
grosser to me buff <laughs> i think he's an actual like i if there's anybody walking this earth that is a an alien no, oh. <laughs> an alien pretending to be a human being i think it's carrot top for no sure. offense carrot top <laughs> that kind of pans out for sure yeah okay <laughs> I'm so sorry we like got off topic there, but we do have some really fun stuff to go over today. So some of the lessons or things that stood out, I'm going to go over from this book. One of them was, this was kind of a rule that they gave or a tip for picking up girls is they said, talk to everyone except the girl that you actually want. This gets you ahead of any cock blockers. And makes the girl you actually want think you're nice and work for some attention. So how that would play out is say you, me, and Sandy are at a club (laughs) and some guy is really interested in Sandy. He's going to make sure to talk to me and you first so that maybe even thinking we're the ones that people don't normally talk to because that's not threatening to Sandy. She's always getting hit on and then... (laughs) You know, it kind of gets, it softens us up. So we're not trying to like block her. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I get it. What are your thoughts on that as a strategy? And do you feel like you, anyone's ever used that? Um, well, beings that I haven't really been single in so long, I'm typically the first to be like, no, don't talk to me, but I get it as to where if there's a group of you. And this person is talking to everyone but you. You're going to notice it. You're going to be like, why aren't they talking to me? And then it's going to maybe not even consciously like thinking I want them to talk to me, but you're wanting it without, without really thinking that you, you know what I mean? Without really thinking that you want it. Like my mind, this only works if the girl that you are going after has some level of like confidence or is the typically the girl that everybody's talking to. Yeah. Because if you're just really self-conscious and no one talks to you anyways, you might just kind of like stand in the background and be like, oh, I guess more of the people that don't want to talk to me. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> this one is called the three second rule. And the rule is you have to talk to a girl within three seconds. If you wait longer, you overthink it or she thinks you're a creep. I think most dudes are creeps anyway, so I don't think it matters. I kind of <laughs> like this one. <laughs> Because I do think it's true. Like if you wait much longer than a few seconds, mm-hmm. you're for myself thinking of like, if I wait too long, I've, once I start overthinking, it's down a rabbit hole and it's going to just yeah. be very awkward. Or if you just like wait there a long time, like staring at her, like thinking about what to say, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good vibe. No. All right. So then this was called, they call it IOIs, which stands for indicators of interest. These are basically just ways to tell if a girl likes you. What I actually like about these is these are just based in kind of basic understanding of body language communication and what, you know, putting a name to it, but these indicators of interest, what are indications that someone is actually interested? Well, that's a way to rephrase that multiple times. But here were some examples. Like if you take her hand and squeeze, if she squeezes back, then she's interested. If she asks you what your name is or if you're single, things like that are all considered these indicators of interest. That's supposed to give you the clue that you can continue in your process. Pretend you're single, like for a second. What would some indicators of interest be like if you did like someone, maybe what you used to do or? Oh my gosh, I'm so awkward. I'd probably just stare at them for a while and then run away. (laughs) No. I know a lot of people think if they laugh, like if you laugh at their jokes, but I'm kind of awkward. And if you're really annoying, I might kind of awkwardly laugh at you anyways. (laughs) (laughs) 
to me, that's not one. I think um, it's just like after we've had a few drinks, we just laugh at everyone. Like even when we're out at the bars and stuff, yeah. if you can't hear them, we don't know what you said. We don't care. <laughs> I feel like for me, if I make eye contact with you, like you can tell mm-hmm. with eyes, that's one. Because if I'm really trying to avoid you or I'm not that interested, I'm probably not going to make eye contact. Right. I'll just laugh at you and make no eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is another tip. And I want your feedback on this one because I had some thoughts. Okay. Give her a backhanded compliment. Not something too mean. Just snarky enough to damage her self-esteem a little. Yes. That affects me so much. <laughs> yes! I don't know why. I, I, oh, I hate that. I, because you know, they know what they're doing and you know what they're doing. But at the same time, it's like, why did you say that? Why would you? Bleh. Well, and here's the thing. I think it is all in the approach. So I saw a TikTok on this and I literally, I think I tagged you in it as soon as I saw it. I was like, you know, his ass read the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it was, I want to say almost to a T an exact example from the book that he was like trying to advise people like he made it up. It was like, if a girl says that she can't make it to plans, text her back and be like, I don't really like flaky girls, but I'll let you make it up to me by taking me out to lunch tomorrow or something. <laughs> Immediately went to the comments and everybody was like, uh, no, like this would not work for me. Yeah. Small dick energy, like all this stuff. Like, it was- yes. No, no, no. I didn't mean like, yes, it would work for me. I meant, yes, like it would get a reaction out of me. And I know dudes that do that, like, especially when I'm like, I'm married and then they give those, well, you know, they're shitty. If they're giving you like a backhanded thing because you've turned them down. Yeah. That's like douchebaggy. I'm trying to think of a way to say it. That's not just like small dick energy. Cause I just said that. And it's a super obnoxious phrase, but But it is small dick energy. That's what it is. (laughs) Like, honestly, (laughs) I think it would depend on how somebody does it because one of the examples was something along the lines of, you know, rather that you're not going to be like oh you're gross but maybe one example this personally wouldn't work for me but if you were talking to a girl who's like oh oh this is going to sound such like a terrible example but if you were like oh I bet you're not very adventurous or something and then she's like it's kind of a backhanded thing yeah like, oh you seem too pretty to be adventurous maybe that would be a good example mm-hmm. where like you're calling her pretty but then you're saying she doesn't seem very adventurous and maybe so now she's like trying to prove to you that she is yes uh, I feel like it just it really depends on the situation and the approach I don't like it I don't like, I don't it. like it either I don't, I don't like, like the it. attention behind it like that you're trying mm-hmm. to come up with like some way to like damage her self-esteem like how fucking toxic I'm sorry how toxic? yeah all right, this one is called the kiss close. And so here's here's what you do. You go up to a girl and when you're talking to her, you just say, would you like to kiss me? And then I want you to give first answer yes. Then you're going to answer like maybe or hesitate. And then you're going to answer no. Let's just role play real quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> would you like to kiss me? I would say no. Because... And then I would say, I didn't say you could. It just looked like you had something on your mind. Oh, shit. Look at that. That's so creepy. I hate it. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> creepy. And then now we're going to do it again. Would you okay. like to kiss me? No. <laughs> you can tell we're not used to role playing with each other. Uh, yes. Answer this time so I can give you like this. I know. <laughs> There's this whole thing. They're like, you have these scripts that you run on the girls. And Gosh. Oh, it gets so. It's so yes. Cool. Yes, do it. You just kiss her, which I'm not going to kiss you. Kiss me through the phone. Kiss me through the phone. (laughs) Through the Zoom. Okay. Um, (laughs) And then now you're going to say maybe or hesitate a little bit. Maybe. I'm scared. And then you just say, let's see and kiss her. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, 
like it. But the asking, I wouldn't like that. Like, I was like, if she's like, you say, would you like to kiss me? And then if she's like, I don't know. And then you're like, well, let's find out. Like, let's find out if you like it. And then I think that one, if you're really aware of those indicators of interest and she's clearly interested and leaning in, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like read the- Yeah. Like me personally, I wouldn't want some, if you're, and I know a lot of people have different opinions on this where they, they like to be asked at first because they want to give that, you know, consent or whatever. Yeah. But me personally, like if you ask me that I'm like- no, I want you to just do it. Yeah. You know? You're married though, too. So that yeah. would be weird if your husband was always like, can I kiss you? <laughs> <laughs> not, not that you don't need consent, like within a marriage, but you get, uh, yeah. um, <laughs> the only one I don't like is the no, if I was like, no. And then they're like, I didn't say you could. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just like, ew, you're so like, I would immediately probably say, ooh to that person. <laughs> But I'm also a bitch. So. <laughs> I can't wait till all the restrictions are lifted and we can go out. I'm just like waiting with like comebacks in my head to catch somebody <laughs> using these skills. I'm like, oh, yes. the game. I already know. What I you already do. know your tricks. This is how this scenario is going to play out in my head. Someone's going to like run one of these scripts. And I'm going to be like, throw it back at him and be like, that's right. I've read the game too. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I exposing myself like this? I have weird thoughts that I shouldn't share with people. No. Um, <laughs> gross. <laughs> okay. Peacocking. Most people have heard of this concept. And this is from this Art of Pickup is where it, it came from. I don't know if it came from this book specifically, but it is in this book because it is one of the things you do. And it's the, tr- the concept that if you want to attract girls, you have to stand out and be super extra. So they gave the example of in a nightclub scene or something, having tons of jewelry and like a flashy shirt and like nail polish for a dude or like just anything to make you really stand out. Or it's like a cheese like stick in your pocket. You know what? That's what I thought of. I literally thought of that. She said, say it again, because it cut out, I think. Or if you have a cheese stick in your pocket, like in your front shirt pocket. (laughs) Yeah, literally, it's basically anything to that is kind of like through your aesthetic alone is a conversation starter. And I think yeah, make you stand out a little bit and you know, something that you notice. I don't know if it'd work as well for girls or not. Put a cheese stick in between your cleavage. (laughs) Cheese stick specifically. Guarantee that would get you some looks. That would get you some attention. Walking around with a cheese stick in your cleavage. I guarantee you'd have some creepy dude that's like, can I have a bite of your cheese stick? Oh my God. You know what made me stand out? And I always think about Broadway Uncensored with this the last time we were in Nashville. Remember I was wearing that dress. No, this was the time before last we were there. I was wearing that dress and I had shorts on underneath and the shorts had a pocket in the back, like right above your butt. And that's where I kept my ID and my money and everything. So I would get my ID out to get into these bars and then I would put it back in my pocket and I guarantee people were walking by thinking she's putting that in her ass crack. Like she's literally putting her ID back in her ass crack. Why did I just tell that story? That was really stupid. Broadway and Censored terrifies me though every time I go to Nashville. Gosh, I know. All right. So then this was a pickup line recommendation. So here's the line. You go up to someone and you say, if I weren't gay, I'd have you. Like if I weren't gay, I'd ha- I'd have you. I think I don't know. I'm probably not saying it right. I'm not. I'm not mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, that would kind of. I don't think I'd have any feelings about that. Like, what if they were like? Maybe I'm wording that weird. Like, if I were gay, if I weren't gay, I'd want you. No, I mean, thanks, thanks. That's nice, but I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that would play out. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't love it because you're, first of all, like you're not gay. You're just using that to whatever. On the other hand, I thought about if somebody actually said that, I would probably just be like, oh, you're gay. Like, let's be friends. And like, automatically you're less you're not as threatening to me. <laughs> That's so awful. Why would it be like threatening? Like, no, I like it makes sense. But like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're out and you're having fun, you mm-hmm. automatically, I'm like, oh, okay. He's not trying to pick me up. And so right. there's something you're like, let's hang out. What's your name? That I does give work. you. And then when they're like, guess what? I'm, <laughs> I don't know. That's when it'd be weird. The, the idea though, was that once you admit that you're not gay, that it doesn't matter. Cause then you've built rapport and they think you're funny or something. I don't know. No one's ever tried that. I guess that would depend on the situation. Because at first, like, if you just come out and said that, that would get you, like, a less threatening thing where you'd be like, okay, well, you can hang out with us and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to worry about, you know, you trying to hit on me or anything. But at the same time, when you're not and you say later, like, I feel like it might kind of piss me off. And you're like, just kidding. I'm not gay. I've been starting. It's a great way to start off this relationship. I lied about being gay. Like, These are not, these are not tips on how to, to start off a relationship. Yeah. More of just if you're skeezy, but you want to like hook up with people. I mean, if you're in the setting where you're at the bar and you've had a few drinks and stuff, I can see where you could think it was funny and people that are funny are automatically more attractive. So yeah. I would find myself getting really annoyed when they would give a tip that was really good. And I was like, oh, damn it, that would work. <laughs> right? I don't like this. <laughs> Can we stop letting people okay. read this? <laughs> this one, and I think you were telling me that you saw a TikTok about this one too, but it's called Cat String Theory. This was basically what I said in the book. Have you ever seen a cat play with a string? It chases the string as long as you're dangling it, but as soon as you drop it, the cat is disinterested. It only wants the string when it's just out of reach. So the idea here is that as soon as a girl turns away from you, don't chase the attention. She may then feel like she has to work for you. Be the dancing string was what it said. <gasps> I wrote that down because I was like, Fuck. <laughs> why? So basically like the chase. Basically, yeah. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with Megan about this like years ago and she would always say the chase is the fun part. Mm-hmm. Once that's over, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. I mean, I unless... But you're not, it's not about a relationship. It's about just like a night. So that, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, if, yeah, I mean, like if a guy right off the bat is obsessed with you and you're like, "Mm, I don't know. And they're like, please, I said, please. Yeah. It just kind of like further solidifies your no. Yes. But if they're like, okay, like I get it. That's cool. Then, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It kind of, oh, I hate that. This is, this was one that I was like, uh. It's true. It's true. For sure. No, I think most people it's true. So stupid. It's true though. Like you, even if it's someone you don't really like, when they stop giving you that attention, you're going to notice and you're going to be like, well, what's going on? And it makes you question yourself. And it's like, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this one was a concept that was brought up in the book and it did not specifically outline exactly what steps to take to do this, which I'm honestly okay with. It's called speed seduction. And it's basically utilizing the concept that people can be subconsciously influenced through behaviors, words, and other things. You have a scripted opener. And this was one of the things that's talked about throughout the book. And there's all these different types of scripts and they say, they call it like running scripts on the girls and stuff where you have all of these different kind of like laid out scenarios or scripts 
that you can use in different situations and there's different responses too. So just like the kiss close thing where it's like, would you kiss her? There's a script for that based on how she responds. There's just a plethora more where that came from. But anyways, in these model things, uh, you have a scripted opener and then it says elicit her value to find out what her trans word is. Then go into one of the secret patterns. So if that sounds confusing, it's because it is. It basically means you're literally freaking hypnotizing people i was very off put by this one what <laughs> like what that creeps me out like as you were saying that i'm like i'm so confused you're like this is confusing yeah so like there's a way that you can find out and i don't feel like they went into enough detail to give you a clear idea of how to do this which again i'm okay with there are more books on it i'm sure if it's something you really want to learn you can also pay these dudes like mystery tons of money to like (laughs) mentor you which it talks about but yeah basically they in they interject into their scripts these kind of hypnotic things I don't know I don't like it okay so overall in summary this is just scraping the surface of what this book went into but some of the good versus bad overall one of the things that they said that I felt like some of the good tips and I didn't mention these up here but one of them was don't push it too far so oh this is kind of similar to cat string theory but like don't push it too far if they start to pull back drop it make them come back to you I do feel like that's a good tip especially because there's nothing worse than like say, trying to say no and being like, no, stop. And a guy's mm-hmm. like, come on, come on, come on. Like, yes, comfortable because either you're going to end up doing something you regret or it's just going to get more awkward. And then you're going to have to like abrasively be like, no, I said stop. And then they t- usually turn into a dick. And Phew. if you push it too far, you're going to get past the point of where when you drop it, she's going to want that attention back. And if you keep doing it, she's going to call the police on you and she's not going to want anything. You're going to have a restraining order instead of a one night stand. All right. Um, And then another one that they gave that I didn't mention that I thought was actually really good advice is it said, don't be afraid to fail. You have to be willing to fail and move on when it doesn't work and know that some fails are part of the process. So that's part of their whole thing. Like their three second rule, anything you pick your target and you just go for it and you put yourself out there and you know that sometimes women are going to turn you down and that's okay. You take that as a learning experience and you move on to the next person and you run a different script (laughs) yes that part yeah everybody's different you know there was another thing they said in there that I didn't write down and it was about openers of like going in with something really interesting and there were all these different ways to do it and it's just kind of ways to connect with people right off the bat and talk to them in a way that's not your typical small talk you're not like hi what's your name or whatever Mm -hmm. and they gave the example of a lot of the guys had magic tricks which uh, yeah, no. It is it is. I love that. At the same time, I'm going to watch. Like, if you come yeah. and you're like, pick a card, I'm going to pick a card. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I forgot to do this. I'll do it in Dish Bish. Um, okay. But it's not actually that fun. I'll do it now. Really quick. Pick a number between one and 10. Go. Two. You got it? Don't, don't tell me what it is. Okay. I'll pick another one. Okay. Stop. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Don't change it. Was it seven? No. You know what? I knew it wasn't going to be seven for you. But the reason that I asked that, that was one of their scripts, like one of their openers, because they said 70% of people will pick the number seven if they're asked to pick a number between one and 10 and kind of rushed to pick it quickly. Really? Yeah. Was yours five? It was a four. Four. I always pick an even number. Oh, I think I knew that. I knew you would pick something. Yeah. Two is my favorite number. 
I would have picked seven. And then I felt like, well, I'm not unique. <laughs> I'm Joe <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh God. Um, but yeah, I did like, not necessarily the magic trick, but I was like, that would totally work. If you came up to me and you were like, can I tell you something? One of them was just, you find something that is actually like a true fact or really interesting that a lot of people don't know. He was talking with Britney Spears and one of the examples he gave, he's like, you know why people, maybe it was Paris Hilton, I don't remember. He was like, you know why people, something about the way you smile and people will always perceive you as more of a good girl type because you have more of a C-shaped smile versus is a whatever shaped smile and people you know like Christina Aguilera will be perceived more as bad girl types because they have this shape of smile granted what I didn't like about this is that I'm 90% sure this was some made up BS they were spitting it wasn't actual facts which that's super annoying it would still catch my attention at least find something that's real that's interesting and then I think yes it's cool don't like go making up weird stuff and be like you know how I can tell that you're something because people with brown eyes always like don't just make something up super weird I feel like anybody could come up to me and just be like hey can I tell you something I'd every time I'd be like yeah what what I would too. yeah what do you want to tell me I need to know what it is I just be like, can I tell you something and walk away so I that do. will bother that's me all thing. night that's one thing I would say 100% works have something interesting to just go up and start a conversation with somebody yeah and even to have a little back pocket list of things that you go up to people with I don't think that's bad no, I don't think you should be fake about it. I don't think you should make up weird facts that aren't true because people like me are very gullible. <laughs> so now it's time for Joe Jams. Oh, you said it, Joe Jam. The music section where Jody tells us what she's listening to and what music to check out. All right. I just have one this week and it's probably like a few years old. I'm pretty sure One Direction split up years ago and I never really liked them, but I heard this song. And I can't stop listening to it. It's called Night Changes. It's kind of slower, like laid back song, but I just really like it. And that's my one I've got this week. Awesome. And then I have Oh For Real by Rico Nasty. (laughs) Nasty. I'll check it out. And now it's time to dish, bish. You better dish, bish. Oh, you didn't play your song. I was going to sing it. You want me to play it? You can sing it. I, I like women singing to me. <laughs> I'm not a kid. Boy, I love you. <laughs> I can't even listen. I love that it. was me, guys. No. <laughs> is it a TikTok? I feel like this was a TikTok. I think it's, I saw a TikTok recently where she did get her country boy. Like she's got in a relationship with some country boy now. I saw that too. Good yeah. for her. Good for her. <laughs> country boy. Get your country boy, girl. I hope she sings to him. I hope she sings that to him. Yes. And then he like responds back and he's like, country girl. <laughs> I love you you too. So I have some questions for you. I I said it like that, but I did. Can't take it back. (laughs) What is a pickup line or style that has actually worked on you? What's your honestly like? Okay, we're still pretending that I'm single. Right, Um, right, right. I'm sorry. If you, I okay, the magic trick would would work if you just come up like anything. You could just come up to me and say, "Hey, hi. hi. Can I tell you something?" But if you're like. What if they grab your hand and they say, no. come with me? No, don't. Shot. If, they t- if they touch me, I'm hitting them. If I was single or not, I don't 
like random people or if they're sweaty i know sometimes it's hot when you're in the bars and stuff and they touch you if they're sweaty and they touch me i'm hitting them a lot (laughs) but if they're sweaty i don't want them to talk to me if they're like if their hair you know how sometimes dudes will like gel their hair and it's so shiny and like you can see the individual like brush marks or anything don't talk to me like polly d (laughs) you wouldn't talk to polly d I would not talk to Polly D. I saw a TikTok the other day. This dude, I guess their grandma was in a grocery store or something. And she was afraid or he was afraid to say, hey, Polly D. So the grandma did. And he said, no, that's not me. To the huh? grandma. That's rude. And I just don't like, I kind of liked Vinny. I liked Vinny, but he's like real obsessed with keto now. And he just seems yeah. like it would be really high maintenance. I, I mean, don't, I, don't, I don't want any of them. If I had to pick one. I do kind of like Polly D and Vinny's like bromance. I think yeah. they're so good for each other. That was really cute. But I wouldn't want wouldn't want any of them to be in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah. But if you're if you're normal looking if, and you're not sweaty, don't touch me. Show me a magic trick. Just basically say anything besides like hi and then stare at me. <laughs> what if they're sweaty and then they come up to you and they're they like touch your hand and they're like, I want to show you a magic trick, but they're like really sweaty. No, I don't want to see it. That's when I would step in and be like, show her. And she would be like, I'm going to kill you. And I'd be like, she loves sweaty magic tricks. Show the magic trick. Because I just know that it'd be a moment we wouldn't want to pass up. And then we could ignore him and whatever, but I would make you watch the magic trick. (laughs) You know what I thought of? Oh, God. And this is for you too. I know it is, but you just didn't think of it. So we have a thing that we look for. When I say we, I mostly mean myself. (laughs) When we're out, if there is a guy wearing a I know where you're going say it a silk button-up shirt that has all kinds of alcohol bottles on it like pictures of alcohol bottles the alcohol vacay shirt the alcohol vacay shirt we will go on like it's like a scavenger hunt at this yes if we're on a girl's trip we have to find because it's always like the most fun group of people yes (laughs) you're with someone wearing an alcohol shirt (laughs) Like a button up. It's like the vacation. I don't know what it is. They're just like usually really fun or their group is fun. And they're just like, haha, we don't care. They're usually funny. Every time. They're there to party. It's like punched my mic. I got excited. I know. It's exciting. (laughs) It is. If you you wear that, you don't have to do it. We're going to find you. Yeah, you don't have to go up to anybody. They're going to find you. You just go into the bar with your silk alcohol vacation shirt on and you're just going to have, you're going to have them lined up. Yeah. Or at least we'll be lined up if we're there. At least you'll be lined up for them. <laughs> There's just something about it. We've just decided. And I don't know why we maybe made this up, but like, it's just so happened. No, like, but it's happened multiple times. I've always been some one person in the group is wearing an alcohol shirt. So we've decided that that is the common denominator in the cool group. Yes. And it's not like it's just one time, like a chance thing. No, it's happened multiple times to us. And that group is always the most fun group. It might be a stretch that we call Adam. memories at least if nothing else oh my gosh I at the time being like we have to lose him we, then, then he fight we're like running away and he finds you and grabs your hand it's like <laughs> it, was, it was so chaotic it was how so dare chaotic. you leave me <laughs> yes so we'll say this if they're not the most fun group they're gonna give you the most funny memories yeah 
that's what it is. It's like, yeah. you're going to have an adventure of some kind. I don't know what it'll be, but there's something <laughs> worth finding out. I kind of want to get one of those shirts for when we go to Nashville next time and wear one out. Like I want to wear one out. It's making me want to go find a guy wearing an alcohol shirt just yeah. to talk to him right now. That's how much I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What is a pickup line or style that would never work on you? I already said it. If they're sweaty or if they yeah, touch yeah, me. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> True. What's yours? Okay. So mine is I'm calling it the what else? <laughs> no, I know you already know what this means. <laughs> it's when a guy just right out the gate comes up to you and starts whispering real dirty, nasty, <laughs> nasty, raunchy <laughs> things in your ear. Like, yeah, let me whisper in you. I got and it just like <laughs> downhill from there every time. This has been a, a, a turnoff for me since I was a teenager. And I remember when we were teenagers telling Jody about this. And literally, this is my response. This used to be my response. It has since changed. And that's why we now call this the what else. I'll get to that. I usually let them finish because I wanted to like hear what nasty stuff they were going to come up with. And then I would <laughs> I would be like, when has this ever worked for you? Seriously. And then I would leave. But that was always my thing because I always really felt like that was like a good comeback. Like it's not too mean, but it's like, come on. Like when is this? When yeah. is this? worked for you mm -hmm. and I was like why do guys even do that there's no who had girls are like mm, really and then and then it happened a friend who this guy had just come up to me at a party and he was whispering sweet nothings in my ear <laughs> and then I did the whole like who does that work on and then 10 minutes later we're about to leave we look over on the steps homeboy is sitting there with our girl whispering in her ear and I was like shut up we got to save her and right before I can get over there, she turns to him and she goes, what else? And I was like, no, no. And she loved it. No. So now whenever somebody says that, I don't say this to them. I don't say what else. No. <laughs> but it just goes to show that everybody's different. Some things work on some and some don't work on others. If I someone guess. did that to me, if someone literally was that close to my face and whispering, I'd, I'd hit them too. They wouldn't even have to touch me. I'd hit them. There's just something to me about right out the gate, just from the jump, whispering really sexual things <laughs> in my ear before you even know me that just, I don't know. I don't, yeah. it scares me. <laughs> That's when you can pull out your sign language and be like, act like you didn't hear them and just like start talking sign language to them. I'm going to say what else in sign language. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. <laughs> but then watch him be like real impressive and like actually no sign language back to me and then I won't know what to do. I don't think that'll happen. All right, moving on. So again, I'm so sorry, Tom, this episode, every single one, I'm like, pretend you're not married again. It's yeah. All right, pretend he doesn't listen to this, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, pretend you're not married for a second. If I were to challenge you to use one of these pickup styles, like you had to pick one and try to pick someone up, which combination or single trick or whatever would you use of the things we discussed or something else you can make up if you're like I would use this pickup method if I was going to use it on someone or someone's going to use it on me you're going to use it on someone to pick oh someone my up. goodness if I was going to pick somebody up hmm and it can't be staring awkwardly at them and not saying anything Okay. Okay. I would probably just go with the, Hey, you want to know something? The fun fact. Over yeah. there, like you'd come up with like a fun fact. Like, yeah. Hey, guess what? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I think I would do at first I was like maybe the peacocking cause I'm always kind of extra, but 
This doesn't work as well for women. I feel like if you're way over the top as a female, it could almost be off-putting. I just don't like be it. Cute. We just do what we want. We don't exactly. care if it gets us talked to or not picked up. Yeah. It's fine. All right. What I would use, I would use a script opener because I want to test them. I'd pick something real, but I actually want to see if it works. I would want to find some of the scripts and just test them. Like I want to try them just to know, do these work? So the other thing that I'm surprised I didn't put in here that I would do, okay, it's not any kind of advice from the book or anything, but we used to do this to pick up guys and meet people and I thought it would be fun for our last little piece of dish fish to tell them about the little game that we used to do that involves prizes. <laughs> I feel like we should make a girl's version. So what was, how did they get the prize? Wasn't it just show me your face like you love it or something? What, what did they do? We were talent show recruiters. <laughs> where That's right. You're, we want to see your talents and your audience is us. But when I tell you this works, <laughs> I mean, some people definitely thought we were super weird and didn't talk to us, but we didn't care at all. And that's what I miss. <laughs> miss having that kind of confidence. Yeah. You know, but we went to, I think the Dollar Tree and we got this bag of trophies and we would go up to people and just say, do you have any talents? Well, first we'd be like, what's your name? We had a script though. We'd be like, what's your name? How old are you? Do you love it? Yeah. So cringy. We, we need to work on the script. And then we would say, do you have any talents? And then they would usually say no, or they would be like, I can sing. And then we'd be like, perfect. Sing me something. And then they'd be like, uh, I'm good. And then we would be like, mm, we have prizes. And then they'd be like, what are the prizes? And I'd be like, see, it's a trophy. If you sing, <laughs> you could win your very own <laughs> trophy. <laughs> and they always did it they did that was so fun I want to do that I want to go to the Dollar Tree then before when we go out again in yeah. six years or whatever we'll be like 50 <laughs> but we'll, we'll make it happen yeah and I want to get trophies and I want to go and recruit some talent I love that that's such a good idea They're like what are we recruiting the talent for for this prize like what else? Nope. Just this price. Just this little trophy. And hey, and hanging out with us if you're cool and you pass the vibe check. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Otherwise, just this. <laughs> I love that. We need to make that happen. But yeah, that is really everything I have for today. So that was fun. I want to read that book. Oh, sorry. I punched the mic again. It's okay. You should. excited. Oh, I, I want to read that. Oh, it is graphic. I will warn you. I FYI. If you have younger children around or like don't want other people to hear, put in headphones or don't listen to it when other people are around because it is graphic. Uh, like there are some parts where it's very detailed describing the moves that he puts on to like get sexual. Like it goes into detail. It's kind of graphic. So just heads up. That makes me want to read it so much more. I knew it would. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting it though. So when I first started, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I wasn't oh. expecting it to be this. Um, you'll see. You'll see. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening today. If you made it this far, check us out on Instagram at Boom Tequila Podcast. Give us a review or send us feedback through Instagram and we will catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>